in this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist p- Podcast. <laughs> I forgot what I was even talking about there for a minute. It's a podcast, as Porky Pig would say. We're talking about Toxic Family, part two. If you didn't listen to part one, jump back an episode, listen to that one. You'll be all caught up to where we are right now. And again, we're talking about uh, if you were raised or even maybe you're in a toxic relationship as an adult. And we're going to get into that in, in this episode. Mm. Signs that you might be in a toxic situation. And then what can you do about it? And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff. Hang in there, folks. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. Originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan, he has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is happening, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. We're back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Welcome back, sir. Thanks for joining us, people. Uh, Thanks for listening in. Uh, Thanks, Matt, for being here. That is Matt Fox, the other voice you hear. You know, I really enjoy Fridays with you, Dave, because it it starts off my weekend. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Well, you know it's Friday already. That helps. Well, yeah. And, you know... It is going into an Easter weekend. That's we were, true. Yep. We, Today's Good Friday. Yep. So if you have great plans this weekend with family, friends, or what mm-hmm. have you, enjoy and be safe. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's a good idea, Matt. And cheers to your brother. Thanks for being here. Cheers. I'll have a little uh, clink, little little sip. Clink, clink. But here, here's the thing. You, we're talking about a very important uh, topic today. We are. And it's something that a lot of folks deal with. You, everyone's. I love what you say. Everyone's got shit. Yes, everybody does. Right. And, and I say this to every client I meet. Everybody has things they can work on. Everybody should be talking to someone. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, I would say, yeah, everybody should be talking to a therapist, but it doesn't have to be. It can be a confidant. It could be a friend. It could be somebody that you can just get yourself right. So it, it's like you're a fly on the wall all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm really, I'm really interested in part two yep. here and Absolutely. what we're going to be talking about. So, yep. so we're here in the podcast, your voice, Southfield Studios, mm-hmm. hanging mm-hmm. out, doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. And if those of you out there, let's plug podcast, your voice. If you want, if you ever wanted to do a podcast, whatever, you can do it on, on anything. What what we say last time? Uh, painting a miniature army men. Yes. If that's your thing, yeah. you can do a podcast on it. Why not? Maybe, maybe you like uh, sci-fi. There's there's podcast about sneakers. Yes. Okay. There's podcast about everything. Yeah. I was actually talking to a, a potential client uh, this past week, and they're like, "So what is in a podcast?" I'm like, "It could be anything you want." Yeah. And I actually said, "There's a there's podcasts out there about shoes and sneakers," and he and they chuckled, and I'm like, "I'm not no, kidding. It's, they're it's, out yes, there for real." So yeah, if you have a passion, if there's something that you are very knowledgeable about, but that doesn't pertain to your nine to five, you can still have a podcast. I, I well. I'm, Technically, my wife found it. I mean, I knew it was out there, but she listened first. I don't know if you you know who Bill Maher is. Oh, He's yes. a comedian yes. um, um, on HBO. I forgot. I can, why can't I think of the name of his current show? Yeah. Politically, not politically incorrect. That was Zolch. show. <laughs> Um, the one that's on HBO? Real time. Real time. Real time. Bill Maher, yeah. So he started a podcast and it's he's doing it on his property and he, he made this area and his property into a club that's been like that for forever. So he just has people in, but it's it's different than his show because it's it's 
two two people sitting in a chair and just talking for like an hour. Yeah. But that's and it's really casual. They're drinking. They're ha- they're just relaxing. They're just talking about issues. It's really cool. His first guest was William Shatner. <laughs> yeah. That man can talk for hours. Yes. Well, it, well, it was well, fascinating. It, it it depends on how what you're talking about because sometimes uh, Mr. Shatner can't keep going when he really wants to, and and then he really yeah. wants to get the words out. <laughs> I think that's only when he's acting. But it's yes. Still the same, you know? <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> Hello, computer. <laughs> so anyway, uh, speaking of podcasts, yeah. th- they're podcasts about anything. Now, that, like his podcast, it's called uh, uh, Club Random because okay. that's just what he calls this, this, this little club on his property. But but it it's about it's honestly it's about nothing. There's no subject matter to it. Right. It's just him talking to people and getting to know them. Right. So you could do a podcast on anything, and, right. it, and if you've ever wanted to, uh, podcastyourvoice.com. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Doesn't matter where you're at. Mm-hmm. You could, you could be uh, in in Zimbabwe if you want to do a podcast. As long as you got a good Wi-Fi yep. signal, might as well. Matt Matt and Jamie can can help you out. <laughs> and the great thing is with this, and I'm I'm telling you just from experience, I've been doing this podcast for almost two years. Yeah. not quite. It'll be I think two years in June or July. Yeah, but. I walk in, I sit down, I do my podcast, I walk out. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about the the technical part of it. I don't have to worry about the recording quality. I don't have to. I don't have to do all of that stuff. Right. No, there's light editing that we do. There's, you know, right, right. But and I and I will say, just as far as as you you being yeah. the podcaster, yeah, yeah. I have to. You know, I I always send my show notes late every every week. But <laughs> you've been very diligent. But you know what? You're a busy man. Uh, well, right. Because you you are running your own mental health clinic. Yeah, and, and you yep. are. Doing hypnotist shows, yes. you, you are very busy, and we yeah. hound you. <laughs> you do maybe four or five days of the well, week. Jamie does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jamie does. Yeah, yeah. Matt, you stay out of it, Matt. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm like, yeah, he's good. Matt doesn't want to be toxic. <laughs> <laughs> well done, nice segue. There you go. Yeah, go on. So let me tell you, folks, where you can find me: my website, MotorCityHypnotist.com, and my social media links are Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist. Yay! You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, which are all Motor City hypno and as usual grab our free hypnosis guide as it is available in every show note from every podcast that we've done i believe just a pdf just giving you a quick rundown of hypnosis what it is what it's not myths and misconceptions just a great little thing to have around in case anybody ever says hey what do you know about hypnosis pull out that pdf there you go keep it it right there keep it in your back pocket keep it on your phone whatever you need absolutely Today's episode is brought to you by Empower Your Mind for Success, A Hypnotic Guide. How to Rewire Your Thinking for Massive Success. This is the book I wrote that was published last August. It is available right now on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and at any local bookseller. If they don't have it on the shelf, they can get a hold of it. So if you have, if you'd rather have a physical book and you don't want to do anything online, ask your bookseller. They can get it. If you buy the book, which I hope you will, because that's why I'm promoting it, uh, please leave a review on Amazon. That would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Am- reviews help. Any of you who've purchased something on Amazon, know that you most of you will probably go right to the reviews to see if it's worth buying mm-hmm. before you click purchase. Mm-hmm. So yeah, leave a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Empower Your Mind for Success, a hypnotic guide. Is there a Facebook page called Empower Your Mind for Success? There, There 
is a Facebook page. It's a group. It's a, it's a private group. Okay. Um, so you can also join my Facebook group if you would like. Okay. What we do on that group is I post a lot of self-help type stuff, but a lot of times I'll post the podcast replays. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, uh that we do like mm-hmm. the Facebook lives that because we, we Facebook live every podcast. Correct. So I'll, I'll repost those Facebook lives there. And uh, I've also promoted the book on there, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, but if you want to be a part of that group, just look for empower your mind for success. Mm-hmm. It's a group. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll see my name and you can just ask to join. Yes. Uh, simple process. It's free. Again, it's a f- pretty much like a self help type group. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen, and, and no one's alone. Everyone's yep. got shit. <laughs> Absolutely. So that that is exactly right. Yes. So yeah, thanks. That that I think that's it as far as uh yeah. what we need to promote. So guess what's next? Oh no, I do need oh. to promote one more thing. I Uh-oh. am doing a live show May seventh here in the Detroit area, Flat Rock, Michigan, at the Elks Lodge. It is for the Woodhaven high school band boosters now i've done their shows before i've done a lot of shows for woodhaven because my son grew up through this district Mm, mm. he's now 19 and moved on from them but um they're having a steak dinner fundraiser so so with this fundraiser you come you pay 30 bucks that's the ticket cost you get a dinner drinks uh raffle baskets 50 50 it's a fundraiser so a lot of the extra stuff you'll have to pitch in for but uh and then you'll get to see a hypnosis show live uh from me the motor city hypnotist there you go so if you've ever wanted to see me live or see a hypnosis show live i know we talk a lot about a lot of mental health things and a lot of hypnosis things on the show um, and I always mention shows like the one I did in Florida just a couple weeks back. Yeah, and well, people probably for... think, well, what is what goes on in a show? Now, if you wondered, go, go to my YouTube channel, click on the last video I posted, and it'll say U of F highlights. Is that a University of University of Florida, of Florida behind yeah. the scenes and highlights? Click on that and spend I don't know that video is maybe fifteen minutes. It's not too long. Mm. It gives you kind of behind the scenes of of how I prep. You know, what I do in the hotel, the pre-show routine I do, mm. clips from the show. Just as long as it's, you know, PG. Rated. Oh, no, yeah, definitely PG. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No nudity. What thank are you God. doing in the hotel, David? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no nudity allowed. It's okay. Sorry, I'm 12. That's no, all. No, no, I get it. It's, it'd be, it'd be Boy, crazy. Great Odin's Raven. I mean, people would be messaging me. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, they probably would. That's on. That's out there forever, dude. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be crazy. So yeah, check out the YouTube channel if you just want to get a taste of what a hypnosis show is like, and then and go on. Uh, the link will be in the show notes to buy tickets for the show. It again, it's here in Flat Rock, Michigan. It's a suburb of Detroit mm-hmm. on May seventh, Saturday night. Come out, have a dinner, some drinks, and have fun. Just yeah. laugh. Fun. See a hypnosis show. Uh, make sure you say hi to me if you, if you find me through the podcast because that that would be great. I would really appreciate that. Fair. Awesome. So oh, it's time. Here we go. We're our winner of the week. That's how winning is done. This is my third favorite thing of the week. Third favorite. What's third your first? Favorite. First is sitting down with you and doing your show together. <laughs> well, right? wouldn't that be part of it or no? No, that's the first because I that's something I look forward to. The second favorite thing is the winner of the week in the first episode you record, and the third favorite is the second winner of the week that you do. So <laughs> well, because I do two winners of correct, the week. Correct. Because we, re- re- we record, record an hour two. at a time. Yeah. <laughs> right. So today's winner of the week comes from Vancouver, British Columbia. Okay. Owners of a nature resort in British Columbia 
have put renovations on hold to open up the stunning 81-acre property exclusively for housing Ukrainian refugees. Did you hear about this? I I have. Yes. And it's amazing. Yep. Absolutely. I'm clapping early yep. for yep. that. No, that, it, it's a great thing. With their goal of hosting 100 people, the owners and operators of the Grouse Nest on Vancouver Island see the fleeing masses as equivalent to their own people since Brian's family comes from the UK, Ukraine. Mm. We've got 19 people booked to be coming in about two to three weeks, Brian told Global News Canada. We're in position in a place in a time where we could help make a bit of difference. And I thought, you know, it's time to stand up and be counted. And wow, the 15,000 square foot resort, which they were renovating into an event space and gallery, is nestled into a beautiful pine forest and surrounded by a crystal clear lake. It's not Camp Crystal Lake, is it? No, and I hope I'm, not. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm hoping that there's not a typewriter in the middle of the room yeah, somewhere. Yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All yeah, work yeah. and no play, make Jack a doll boy. <laughs> <gasps> oh, great Odin's Raven. Yeah, that would be a bit scary. The, <laughs> this name is fantastic. The Holloway Chucks. Holloway Chucks. The Holloway Chucks. Is, is it Holloway-chuck? Hollow- Hollow- well, that's a good question. It's right. spelled Holloway-chucks. Right. No! No! <laughs> Don't shut me up! Right. Uh, it's spelled, it could be, well, I mean, if it's French, I would imagine it might be up in that Holloway-chuck? area. Holloway-chuck? Holloway-chuck? Yes. Um, decided to even reverse some of the work in order to ensure a livable space for as many people as possible. Mm. Some local contractors volunteered to help as well. They've renamed their grouse nest property... Ukrainian safe haven Mm. and are now leasing the property for $1 a year to a new organization organization, which a local law firm McConnon, Bean, O'Connor and Peterson helped format into a 5013 nonprofit free of charge. Awesome. So really they've, they've leased it to this new company, which is a nonprofit, you know, uh, put together by this law firm free of charge. That's great. Ukrainian refugees will be provided with food, education, transportation, and assistance with the settlement process to help get families back on their feet. They are invited to stay as long as they like. And they'd be, they, would they, is there a way to make them citizens if they're going to be in British Columbia? Well, see that, I don't know, because right. I'm, I'm sure, that, I'm sure there is probably, I, I would assume as with every country, there's a citizenship process right, that you can go a, through. As a refugee, you have the choice to either stay or go back. Right. Once everything, once the, yep. pardon and, the, exp- the pun, once the dust once everything, Yeah, once all of them, yeah. Yeah, so, and it's just terrible what's going on, but I am right. so happy that, and I've heard so many great stories of, mm-hmm. you know, chefs, cooks, they're, yep. they're making food for free for refugees that are coming across there's people in the here in the state of michigan that are opening their homes opening homes Uh, it's just people just coming in and and it's it's just so remarkable to hear that that everyone's heart is breaking for what's going on over there absolutely so the the for those who want to help just in case if you want to donate to this nonprofit, Mm -hmm. uh, the ukrainian safe haven in vancouver Mm -hmm. uh there's um, a link on their website. They're, they're accepting donations and volunteer support. Maybe you live in the area and mm-hmm. you like to volunteer. That's also a possibility. Sure. So that link, uh, the link to that whole story will be in our show notes. So yeah. if, you have, if you have interest in that, click on it. That's a fantastic, fantastic thing. Um, and it's the Havachuk family? The Havachuk. Okay. I'm going to say it's, no, Holloway Chuck. Holloway Chuck. Okay, got it. 
I love eight trucks. Right. And we're, we're, we're probably butchering it, but yeah. you know what? Either way, they know who we're talking about. Yes. Go read the story. Please. Donate if you'd like. Volunteer if you'd like. That'd even be great, mm-hmm. but definitely cool. Great story. Thank you, sir. Winner of the week. That's how winning is done. So have you ever heard of the, uh, there, there's a hockey player out there and his last name is spelled M-Y-B-A-L-Z-I-T-S-C-H. The last no, name is- my baltzich, Chuck. <laughs> my baltzich. My baltzich. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> there's just, there's a meme float around out there. What in blazes are you talking about? There's just a meme float around. I've seen it a few times and it just reminded me of that. So. I, I haven't, I have not heard that before. I'm listening to you no more. <laughs> no, you don't need to. No, so. That's funny. I, I want that. I want, I'm going to forward that on. <laughs> I will share it with you when mm-hmm. I see it again. It just it pops up on my feed every once in a while. That's it's just, awesome. It's just funny. My balsage. My balsage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen the, um, the boy, this is going way back. And those of you not from Detroit, I forgive me, but back when the Russian Five were a big thing. Oh, I love the Russian Five. The, yes. the, 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 I think Drew and Mike did a, did a parody of the announcer announcing all the Russian names. Oh, yeah? And it... it, it Forgive me, folks. Just forgive me for a second. It was kind of, you know, all these names like jerk me off. And, oh, geez. You know, yeah. All right. Everything ended with an off uh, or off, <laughs> you know. So, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. I ain't listening to you. Yeah, no I, more. I don't blame you. I'm just saying it, it was it was a funny bit. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So we're talking today, folks. Let's get back to the subject at yes. hand. Be, coming from toxic families or, or, or even as an adult being in a toxic family, because this is also a very common thing I come across. Or in a relationship, as you stated earlier. A relationship also. Th- this affects any relationship. And I know that the, the, the episode names are toxic family, mm-hmm. but, but this could relate to anybody. It could be friends. It could mm-hmm. be toxic friends you have. Yeah. That, that would, that would uh, qualify as well. Sure. So the thing we left off on was what the last thing as far as identifying if you've ever been in a toxic family or relationship is if if you felt controlled mm-hmm. if if the if your parents or someone else is trying to control what you do. And I think you had stated it was a 22 23 year old person and his parents are yep. calling and saying, "Hey, yep. is are, is that person at work?" And, yes. and the employer's like, "We can't tell you." Or I, and even to add to that, Matt, I've 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 seen I've seen it over the last thirty years. I've been doing this. Parents who actually go to job interviews with their kids. Wow, Jesus. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. <laughs> I know. It's it's crazy. So, all right. So, I'll share something with you. When I yeah. was interviewing to wash dishes at a restaurant at the age of thirteen, did your mom go with you? My mother drove <laughs> me there and kept her ass in the car and let me go in and do the interview. Oh no! I, I thought you were right? going to say she followed you. No, in or something. no, 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 okay. no, no, no. But that. But she, I she thought she was going to say, there. you know, Matt. Matt doesn't wash dishes at home. He's not going to be able to do it here. <laughs> So I even wash windows, okay? Uh, I like this in the background. What the fuck is it? But, with you? but the fact is, yo, know, I had a parent that allowed me to experience things and fail if I was going to fail. And yep. I went in for an interview to wash dishes at the age of 13. All right? Yep. I got the job. I walked out. I'm like, yeah, I start next week. And she was like, that's very cool. How did it go? And how do you feel about that? Right. But, Which is great. That's a great example for a parent to, to for set. A parent. But on the opposite side, parents going to an interview? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and I see this. This is a big issue a lot of times. And, and you'll understand this when I say it. I think we all do. When you're, when you're married and, and one or other parent still has an influence 
in your choices mm. in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Not not a good thing. Oh, uh, I'm going to bow my head. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, because I mean, you're a fly on the wall in my nope, world. I, I, I got it. I, it happens. So here's the other thing. Um, as, as far as disagreements in your family, whether it be parents, siblings, you know, your own kids, mm-hmm. it's normal to have disagreements. It's normal to have arguments. Yeah. That happens with right. anybody you cohabitate right. with. No one's going to get along 100% of the time. No. It, Absolutely it just, not. The difference is, is that when you have a conflict, here's the questions to ask. Does, does the family member in question mock or belittle your choices? Mm-hmm. Do they attack your vulnerabilities? Mm-hmm. Or do they chip away at your self-esteem? And I go back to the whole thing as far as correcting children. Johnny, you shouldn't do that because it makes other people feel sad or you could hurt someone. Mm-hmm. Not Johnny, you're an a-hole. Right. Knock it off. Right. It's different. It's just a, it, and, and, and that, the, thing, the things that chip away at your self-esteem and your confidence are toxic. They are, they're toxic. One of the best forms of parenting I've ever seen with a child, mm-hmm. it happened recently, and the, the, the uh, young child came in and they just dumped their things everywhere, right? They walk in from oh. school, they just dump their things everywhere. And, and the parent goes, so come here and help me understand what I'm going to be crabby about. that's good so it makes them recognize the what they did and how it's going to affect the people around them at the Mm -hmm. same time it was it was so mind-blowing i'm like oh my god that was great (laughs) that that is great here's the other question and, and this is often the case not always but often did you grow up in a family where substance abuse was an issue? Mm, mm-hmm. Because that's Alcohol, always drugs, going to be yes, yeah. an, an issue as far as interactions and parenting right. and even relationship with siblings. Mm-hmm. Have you ever experienced verbal, physical, or emotional abuse? Now, I'm, I'm just going to run through a quick, quick list. People pretty much know what this is, but sometimes it gets lost. It gets kind of in a gray area mm-hmm. for some people. Inappropriate touching. Such sexual gestures or innuendo now about their womanhood or manhood either way as as a child or a teenager growing up your and no one in the family should be making any type of sexual innuendo towards you spouse or otherwise well if you're an adult that's different okay all right, so I just I wanted yeah. to clarify that. Yeah, I'm talking about as minors growing okay. up as okay. an adolescent as, or as a teenager. Thank you. Thank you. Sexual comments about your body. I don't know. That, that, that just, there, there are so many things you that... You don't need that, to provide an yes, example. Yes, I know. You really don't. Name-calling. Name-calling is a big one. Physical violence, we know. Sexual abuse. Harsh ex- harsh or extreme criticism. And, and, and I even said, sometimes abuse is not easy to recognize. It could be offhanded comments. It could be this underlying just, you know snipping at someone there's the last one they have there i'm, I'm looking over your shoulder yep. and i see gaslighting gaslighting and gaslighting help me understand what that means gaslighting is is really just trying to stir shit trying to find something yeah, yes it, it's it's just it's it's getting somebody riled up when you know they're going to get riled up pushing buttons yeah, pushing Push. buttons is yeah. a great way to put it yeah, yeah. It, it's just you're just looking for for conflict and and you're gonna get it right yeah and, and you as the recipient of that gaslight that person is trying to find something that you are doing at that point in time or that you did four hours ago yeah trying just to find something and right. they're making you okay go on yeah yeah 
So now we, we've established what toxicity is in a family or with relationships. So what do you do about it? Here, and here's, here's the big thing. This is the toughest thing for people to do is to do something about it. It's not because they can talk about it. I talk with I talk with clients daily and they talk about this. It's not easy, David. It's not. It's not easy. And that's why I want to address it. I I want to be able to encourage you out there that that you you have to take action because if you don't take action, nothing changes. And I want you to take your time. Yep. There is no time constraint for you at this point in time. Seriously. No time constraint. So and I will say up front, there's no right or wrong way to deal with toxic family members. Now, here's, here's some choices. The first choice is to cut off contact completely. Mm-hmm. Cut ties. Just, just back out. Many people, most of my clients, really have a difficult time doing this. Because mm-hmm. here are the responses. I'll give you some example responses. Um, you, uh, some examples of, of, of what happens or what they think will happen. I can't cut them off because they're my family. Mm-hmm. Or I can't cut them off because they're going to be mad at me. Or I can't just back out totally because they depend on me to do things. All of those things might be true. But the bottom line is you're here. And when I'm talking to clients in my office or, or on telehealth, you're here to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. The point is you have to be number one. You can't put others before you. And put their needs before yours. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be selfish, but I do say that I do use this word sometimes. There are times when it's the right thing to be selfish, yes. to take care of yourself first. And I've said this a million times. If you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of anyone else. You have to be number one. Right. Bottom line. Um, hmm. So if you can't cut off completely, here's the other thing, a little step down that you could try. Because as Matt said, this is difficult. How do you cut off parents that have raised you since childhood and you're in your 30s? It, it's it's unfortunate that that does happen. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Yep. I've been witness to it. And it's the most devastating thing as a, as a parent that you can ever see mm-hmm. and, and, and go through. It really is. Now, I will say, if you decide to detach totally... I think it's important that you you at least express why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, don't ghost don't ghost your family member. <laughs> it, it's a little dating term, you know that 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 the kids use nowadays. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, that was I don't so- to you no more. I used the term saucy earlier today <laughs> with my mother, who's <laughs> in her seventies. It's just I haven't heard that since okay. the 1970s. Okay, I'm like, really? <laughs> sidebar. I was working. Back a back back a ways. Uh-huh. I'm, I'll make a very long story short. I was in an employment situation with some other people because I was I was in between a, 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 a situation where a clinic went out of business and I had to find a new one and I was doing like a temp job that turned into semi permanent. Anyway, mm, 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 so I was with a couple other guys that were right. In, in fact, I'll, I'll give a shout out to the Virgo Posse. The Virgo Posse. We, we had a group of four people sitting in this area, and after after we worked together for a week or two, we realized we're all Virgos. Oh my goodness! All right, two other dudes and another girl. Wow, fair, we're all Virgos. So there's four of you. There are four of us. All right. And the thing that the thing that started this off is I said something about I don't know how it came up. We were talking about grocery stores or getting stuff, and I'm like, well, yeah, if your grocer doesn't have it, who's going to have it? And they said, what? 
Grosser? Grosser? Where did that come from? Does that G-R-O-S-S-E-R? <laughs> grosser? What the... F- <laughs> no, that's G- are you That's G-R-O-C-E-R. Grosser. So from, so from that on. point on... Uh, another, I, I think we did it together, but we started keeping lists. Whenever anybody said something that was like, <laughs> what is that? Like, um, okay, it was Scott, Joe, Allison, and myself. Okay. So if, they're, if they happen to be listening by some crazy means. Welcome, call, to, welcome well, to the Motor welcome, City. <laughs> welcome to the Motor City Hypnosis <laughs> right, Podcast, right, right, Virgo right. Posse. <laughs> and, but, but certain things like uh, uh, somebody was on the stoop or, um, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I, I have to take my shoes to the cobbler. You know, we, we had, I'm serious. We had a page of things oh, by great. by in a matter of a few months that we would just laugh about. One of, one of the closest friends that I have, David, is yeah. uh, he was he was the best man in my in my wedding. Yep. But I've known him a long time before then. Anyway, so he was referencing going to the grocer and he used the terminology. So I went to the I went to the K Roger and I had to get some uh, some items, and I kind of looked at them. My head cocked to the side a little bit. I'm like, "K. Roger, oh Kroger, really? okay, yeah." I've never heard it referred as that. It's the K. Roger. No, it's brilliant. It's absolutely because I actually, when I do a seminar, what yeah, have you, and yeah. I'm in, in front of people virtually or in person, right. And I talk about saving money, budgeting, and what right. have you. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I talk about grocery shopping, couponing, or what have you, and I use the term K. Roger. And I swear to God, at least sixty percent of the room heads cocked to the side going what did he just say i didn't know i didn't know what you're talking <laughs> about Kenny roger baby oh good for you it's hysterical i I'm, love that sidebar okay, i love that okay i'm gonna use that so so anyway practicing detachment is where we were at so, so if, if you can't cut off totally and yeah. you and really that that's sometimes you really need to do that and if i'm working with a client we'll get to that point all right practice detachment Start to pull back a little bit. You don't have to be as involved. If if you're if you're if you take your mom shopping five times a week and you feel over oh, burdened yeah. or used, yeah. say, listen, I can only take you two times a week. Yeah. I, I need I need some time for myself. Practice detaching. Don't per- here's the thing. There are certain things you can totally back out of and not detach totally. That's extreme. Five yes. days a week, that's extreme. Well, I'm, I'm giving kind of a general example. Yes, but yes. Don't participate in any messy situations. If situations come up that don't make you that make you feel uncomfortable, just say, I'm not talking about that. Mm-hmm. Done. Avoid topics that bring up strong emotions or arguments. Mm-hmm. Just say, nope, we're not, we're not talking politics. We're not talking about it. I'm right. not going to do it. Um, Something- and if need be, just, just, just leave the conversation. Yeah. The best the best thing you can do is you, if you feel, you feel yourself getting sucked into that, just say, you know what? The best thing for me right now is to go. I'll mm-hmm. talk to you later. Just hang up. That was... Or if you're in person, walk away. That was one of the best pieces of advice that I got from a, a, a therapist that I was seeing. And, you know, everyone's got stuff. And if you mm-hmm. get pulled into the conversation, someone's asking you about what you're going through. Yep. If you continue on, it's just going to drag you down yep. that much more. Yep. So at a certain point, you have to be able to step up and say, you know what? I, I can't talk about this anymore. Let's talk about something else. Yep. Absolutely. And you, know? and you, and you have the right to do that. You, mm-hmm. you don't have to talk about anything you don't want to talk about. Correct. And that goes on to my next point. Decide what you're, you'll share and keep secret. You don't have to be... 100% transparent with your mom or your dad or your sibling or whoever or your friend. It doesn't matter. I mean, I know people that feel like, oh, you know, I, 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 I'm telling you, I've seen adults do this. Adult men and women saying, 
oh, I had to tell my mom because, you know, I tell her everything. I'm like, why? You're an adult human being. Sure. What? Why would that, why do you need to do that? Mm-hmm. I, I do, t- you know, and I talk to my mother. I talked to her today. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, I hadn't talked to her in a couple of weeks, but every so long I'll, I'll check in. How you doing? How's mm-hmm. everything going? Yep. How's dad? Blah, blah, blah. But you know what? I, I do share things with her because there's a lot of personal things. I've had a very close relationship with my parent. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if I start to pull back, she's going to she's gonna start to ask to wonder why. And she'll know exactly why. Because you don't need to know. She doesn't right. need to know. And if she's right. wondering why, she's like, oh, that's really not my business. Oh, so, well, see, but that's, a, that's an example of how a good relationship should work. Sure. A lot of times that's not what you're getting in a lot of these toxic areas. Sure. Um, here's a big one. And I, I, this is, I, I wish I could just embed this into people's minds. Mm. I wish I could just ram it in there. You know, there's you no have a brain like a chicken. And again, no time limit. Take no, your time. I know. <laughs> Learn when to say no. Ugh. This is huge. If, if I could give one thing to every client I talk to is this, is this. And Matt's raising his hand. And I can <laughs> raise my hand as well. Say no to things that you feel are compromising, whether it's time, whether it's your own health or, or, or wellness, just say no. You can say no. And, and I've, I've heard this a million times. People are like, well, you know, if I say no, they're going to be mad at me, whoever they is, right. mom, dad, sister, brother, friend, if you're gonna, cousin. If you're going to say no, have the gumption to tell them why and without taking it to the extreme or getting yep. into that toxic that yep. toxic area. But but here's the thing. By saying no and 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 here's the suggestion I give. Say no, that's not going to work for me. Ah, okay. I I I mean and and honestly, you don't really have to explain yourself. Mm. Because a lot of people will say, "Well, why? Why can't you do it?" And it'll be like, "Because I can't." That's all you need to know. Now, if you feel like you need to say something, just say you know what? I can't do that because that's I'm taking time for myself that day. Okay, whatever it is, and because I I I tend to overshare, David. Yep. Really, a hundred and some episodes into this, and yeah, I know you overshare. I, really, I tend man? to overshare. Really? <laughs> no, and that's really good advice to know because what in places are you talking about? I'm going to say no. They really don't need to know the reason why. No, they don't. They don't have to know. But I'm that type of person that I want them to understand why well, see, because but, I'm I'm an emotional. But, but this feeling. is wrapped up in this whole hesitancy of saying no because people will say no and then make an ex- no. I they'll, they'll, I'm, here's the thing, no the the no and lie excuse mm-hmm. that's not good. Right. No, because I have to do laundry that night. Well, maybe you do. That's not a good one. No, I'm I'm uh, already have plans with Joe that night, but you don't have plans with Joe. Right. You don't have to lie to say no. But, you don't have to make anything up. But I'm the type of person that want, that will say no and give a fact. <laughs> as long as the fact is accurate, that's fine. Right. I mean, honestly, you can say, you know what, no, because Saturday I, I, I've already decided I'm not going out. Right. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. It's, it's hard to say no because you feel like you're going to be rejected. Right. You feel eh. like people are going to reject you, and people don't like rejection. Here's the thing. <laughs> You don't, do you? Okay, Mr. Marty McFly. Do you really want to be liked by somebody who is toxic to you? That, that, see that there's this catch 22 uh, here. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It, it, it is, is that what's important to you? Be liked by somebody who's used you and been toxic to you. That, that, that just doesn't make sense. Wow. Here's the other thing. You can't change someone. doesn't matter how hard you try. You're not going to change people's behaviors. Yeah. You may want them to change. 
you're, you're, you're not going to be able to do it. So what's the next thing that you can do uh, if you're in this toxic relationship? Honestly, said, Take the care very of first thing I would say is here, here, here's the kind of the order. First, put yourself number one. Okay. That's hard for some people. They feel guilty about it. We'll work on guilt later. Put yourself number one. Okay. Two, set boundaries. When you put yourself number one, you're going to set boundaries with people. You're going to learn how to say no. But here's the thing. You're going to learn how to say no and not feel bad about it. That's mm-hmm. the key part. Because a lot of people say no, but then they feel guilty. And then they go back. They get drawn back in because, because they feel guilty because they let them, let someone down. Because that toxic person yes. made them to feel guilty. Well, and that toxic person wants them back. They're mm-hmm. going to say whatever they want right. to get them back. Three is if you're unable to do that, we need to look at your own self-esteem and confidence because you're 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 seeking approval from people who you really shouldn't need approval from. Right. There's a problem right there. So first of all, set boundaries, learn how to say no. And then if you need to really, and, and I know this sounds cliche, you need to talk to someone, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's I'm not nothing, saying it's a therapist, yeah. but, but there's, but I, there's I, nothing I, wrong with that. No, there, there's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of people will say, well, you should, I, I need stuff that I can do. And I said, yeah, yeah. But, but a lot of times, here's the thing with therapy. I don't have answers. I'm, I'm not, I, I don't have the secrets of the universe in, in my pants pocket. Are, are you human? You know, I, I'm human. That's the whole point. And I tell clients this all the time. Listen, I'm not here to give you answers. I'm here to help you find your own answers. I'm a guide. Like, you know, I, I'm just the guy trying to help you along your way. Mm-hmm. So the point being is that, Talking to a therapist doesn't mean they know everything, but at least at that point, you'll be able to get some reflection and objectivity mm. regarding your situation. Right. Some outside, that, if nothing else. Outside looking yep. in. Right. And I've had clients tell me over and over again, I feel like I can talk to you about it because you're not connected to me. There's no bias. Mm. There's no prior knowledge of me. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like you're going to judge me for something. So here, here's a thought. When when yep. talking to someone, you want to make sure that you're honest with yourself and what you're sharing mm-hmm. because that advice that you're getting back from that individual, whether it be a therapist or someone that you trust, mm-hmm. they need to know the whole story. Absolutely. So you, you have, have to, to be honest. You have to be honest with you yourself honest. and with that person. And a lot of times with people who are connected to you, that's difficult because you don't want, again, you don't want to be judged. You mm-hmm. don't want to be criticized. You don't want people to kind of say, oh, you're being selfish because- mm-hmm. If it, I guarantee you, and I and I hate to say this, it sounds like a like a slam on humanity, but it, most people are going to do what they want. They're going to do what they're going to say what they can say what they can say to get what they want. Right. Regardless, they're they're going to you know if they're that that narcissistic yes. about it. Yes. <laughs> and if you're toxic, you're probably narcissistic yeah. in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So bottom line is. Set limits, boundaries, learn how to say no. And if you need help with that, that's the whole thing. I can help you say no. I can help you say no and then not feel bad about it. That's the whole point of of growing as a human being. Talk to someone. Talk to someone, whether it be a therapist or someone you trust. Thank you for that. All right. All right, folks. That's it. Wow. We'll be back. That went really quick. It did go fast. So thanks for sticking around for as long as you did. Thanks, folks, for checking in. Change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.